You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, everybody. We're back. Um, I'm joined now by Joe Wood and Jojo Graham, and uh, we are here for session four of day four of Bookkeepers Bootcamp. So thanks so much for sticking with us and joining us during your lunch break. We're having a lunch. Uh, have we Have we all eaten? I think I've managed to squeeze some lunch in. Um, yeah. We, um, how, I mean, how's it going, Joey? Do you feel like you've, you've rested at all in between these sessions? Um, well, this last little rest was much better than the one before because Jojo, my my dog, ended up with the dog down the road and they got stuck together. So I think we got puppies in nine weeks' time. So um, <laughs> so that was a bit more of a exciting break. This one, I had a nice cup of tea and answered some clients' messages, and um, yeah, it was a bit more a bit more relaxed. So yeah, I'm I'm feeling ready and pumped up, and I just find in all of these, we started off this morning, Jojo, with a visualization session with everyone in the group. We had a a lady who was a hypnotherapist who came on and did this whole whole, like how to move into your future self visualization, and it was amazing. And then what was our second session? Oh, the second session was Caroline Kant, one of our bookkeepers who's like graduated from our course, and she was talking about how she'd moved, like where she was a year ago and where she is now. She she was fantastic. And then we've just had a lady, Hannah Dawson, on from Futurely, the software business, and talking about how bookkeepers can start those conversations with clients about and sharing just the insights that we see as bookkeepers to help the business owners make better decisions in their business. So we've had a full packed day. And now we're going to be talking about how to get more visible online, more confident about becoming more visible. And um, yes, and top tips, hopefully, of how our bookkeepers can do that. Now, everyone's starting to come in the room. They're all hashtagging live. Amazing. Um, Some people saying lunch. What's that? Um, (laughs) Someone's saying that, yeah, my dog is going to make some adorable puppies. She will. Um, (laughs) My my girls are going to be absolutely so excited when they get home from the school run to find out that. Um, So, yeah, Jojo, welcome. You were on our podcast a little while ago, wasn't you? Yes. Yeah, gosh, was was that last month? I can't think so. I think it was just about last month, wasn't it? Like time just seems to just merge together these days. <laughs> but yeah, I was on the podcast and it was a really great conversation. So it's so good to be back here on the, the summit um, today. So can't wait to give Thank some you. more value um, to help people be more visible and just get that confidence to do it as well. Yeah, excellent. Thank you so much. And I mean, what I mean, what I'd like to know from you is you have got a great presence online. And I mean, when I started following you, you had the Rich Mums Society, oh, wow. was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, yeah, because uh, yeah, you came to the event, didn't you? So yeah, yeah. that was back in 2018, I think. So about yeah. three years ago, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and um, it was, I, I just, I mean, I love the name. And you helped me actually to determine I remember listening to one of your um lives and I remember I was driving back from work where I was a finance director and I was driving back I remember I was driving over a bridge and you was talking about why you decided to call it that and you just thought and you were saying about how people sometimes had this um association with the word rich and what did it bring up for you and was that a good name and all of that and I mean and I joined it because of that and then that helped me decide to call this group the six figure bookkeepers club so I thought no it doesn't you was the one that said rich doesn't necessarily have to mean 
wealth monetary it just was that rich in life you know what does that mean and so um yeah so that's you you helped me come up with the name so um oh, that's awesome. yeah forever grateful that's yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was quite that was a long time ago a long time ago but yeah so where how did you make that step into the online space um why did you decide to do it and yeah yeah okay so um the step into the online space came when i was working in a full-time job um, and I worked, my background's in banking. So I was working in a bank full time. And um, I've also got a business management degree. So I've always been interested in business. But ironically, even though I had that degree, I didn't know how to actually set up a business. It was like, right, okay, I've, I've ticked a few boxes, but now what? So it was the end of 2014 that I came across a business, uh, like a, a, a network marketing business. So I had that as like a side hustle, so to say, um, alongside my bank job. But I saw that as my ticket out of the bank and I learned so much about business just by running that that small business. Um, and for me, it was um, it was a case of like, right, OK, I found my ticket out of the bank. I need to go all in on this. And a couple of months after starting that business, I quit my job way before I was financially ready. And I thought, right, OK, and that's just my personality. So if anybody is watching this right now and is in that place, don't take that as like a recommendation because my experience was my experience. Um, but I just knew I had to burn the ships to take over the island. I had to leave that job and go all in. So at the time I was living in Cardiff, which is where I live right now, but I was living in Cardiff. And then I moved myself to London because I, I knew that if I moved myself into a place where there was more opportunity, it would just help me in moving my business forward. But what I found was um, that the online space was where I could reach more people. So while I was still in the bank, so before I quit, I started to just share my opinions a bit more. Um, I started to um, just throw out some inspiration. And I just wanted to just share good stuff in the world to help people. Because I've always been quite a positive person. I thought, well, why can't I just share things? And as I was learning about business and personal development, I felt like I just couldn't keep it to myself and I just had to have some kind of outlet, which was social media. So when I started sharing and showing up online, it wasn't very strategic or intentional. Um, but what I found was, is I started building like a, a small following, but at the same time, the people that were in my life, like my old life, I like to say now, they just didn't get it. They were like, what are you doing? Why like, how, why do you think you're some kind of guru all of a sudden? Like, be quiet. They wanted to see me posting my Sunday dinner and you know, the, the other kind of stuff that I, I'd say like the, um, the muggles <laughs> would post. <laughs> but we're all muggles really, you know, but I still post that kind of stuff too. Um, but they just wanted to keep me in a box. They wanted to keep me just like them. They wanted me in a job, living for the weekends and I had to really push myself out of my comfort zone to have this online presence because I had a lot of criticism. And the biggest amount of criticism I got at the beginning was when I, this was before the days of Facebook Live, I recorded a video and um, th this video was, um, and this is no shade on anyone who's got a nine to five job at all, but it was just my view of the nine to five. And I just left my job and I thought, you know, this is my, I, like I'm in a place now where I'm striving for freedom and um, I just didn't feel like it was right to have my income capped. I wanted to have this business and, you know, uncapped income. So it was just my opinion. It wasn't mean or nasty. You know, you guys know me. I'm not a rude person, but I, I do have an opinion. Um, so it was a Saturday night. I just quit my job. Um, and I posted this video, I think it's like a five minute video. 
um and I thought right no one's gonna see it because um everyone's out on a Saturday night like it was like 11 or 12 o'clock in, in the in the night um so I'm gonna post it just to build my confidence and then I'm just gonna go to sleep and I'm gonna forget that about it like no one's gonna see it and then I can get on with my life but then what happened was um I started getting lots of comments and lots of likes and um this was also before the days of the love and the like the angry the angry um emotion thing so it was just lots of likes and but the the comments just weren't very kind because these were people from I like I say my old life who just didn't get it they didn't get entrepreneurship they didn't get and um, that there could be a better way and they just, just they just didn't want me to be great I, I don't think so and also what I forgot was that on a Saturday night if everyone's out drinking and this is obviously before the days of covid so this was seven years ago um they're gonna have a bit of dutch courage and they're gonna feel a bit more braver to say what they think so all of these really negative comments were coming in people were deleting me people were blocking me people were saying horrible things the video got seven thousand views and it was just a madness and i was like oh my god what have i done my mum told me to take the video down my dad told me he was embarrassed of me and I was like, oh my gosh, this one video has created all of this. Um, and there was a part of me inside that felt really bad. It, you know, I, there was a part of me that thought maybe I should take it down. Um, and there was that, that judgment that was coming through from a lot of people and it was a lot to take. But I also knew I had to stand my ground and I had to share something that I believed in um, and stand firm with it with conviction because otherwise, if you don't stand for anything, then you stand for nothing. So I was like, I'm just gonna keep it there. And like the people who don't like me can leave and the people who resonate with it can come and follow me. And that's when I started building up a little bit of a following. And I realized that at that time I wasn't going to be for everybody. Um, I didn't post another video for a long time after that. And um, I, I was really, really scared of doing Facebook Lives for a while. So I would do pre-recorded videos um, you know, a couple of years after that, just to build my confidence back up. Uh, but it was definitely one of those moments where it was like, right, okay, this this is the world I'm now stepping into. I'd rather this happen now and get it out the way. And then I'll have like the confidence then to just take it step by step, kind of moving forward. So, so yeah, that was my introduction to the online world. <laughs> that must have been absolutely horrible when you've uh, got people that you probably considered to be part of your friendship group at that time. And then they're, but they're just not supportive of you going in a different direction and, I can't imagine getting that kind of response. Um, what an absolute shame. But it sounds like you handled it really well. Um, I think that perhaps for some of the bookkeepers in our community, this might be, I don't think, well, I, I hope that none of our bookkeepers get trolling or, you know, these mm. kind of negative com comments like that. But I think that we do feel like when we change direction, and I've gone from employment to self-employment to employment, <laughs> and I'm self-employed, um, to... Um, when you change direction like that, people don't always get it. And it, and I know a lot of us are connected. So I'm thinking of LinkedIn, for example. A lot of us are connected to people from our former employment or the, the industry that we were a part of. And if we suddenly start saying, hey, I've started a bookkeeping practice, people might think, what? You've done what? Why have you done that? Or, um, you know, what? And start asking questions and just wondering what you're doing and, and I, that sounds similar to perhaps to where you found yourself when you decided to first put your videos online what would your advice be to people who are feeling like that how what, what can they do and how can they handle it yeah um so so yeah it, 
like my story might sound really scary. I like to think that people are a bit more accustomed and used to it's like seeing videos online because back then like I said Facebook live didn't exist people just weren't posting videos um it wasn't like normal back then um but you know now when when people see us it, it's a bit more normal but I think when it comes to you know if if someone is wanting to share something that perhaps isn't the norm for them um it's just re remembering that everyone has an opinion and so many people want to put their opinions onto others but it's none of their business. So um, it's like, it might sound really harsh to say this, but I'm no longer friends with any of those people. Like even like, like I had a, a group of school friends and again, I don't, um, I don't recommend this to anybody, but I cut those people out of my life because I knew that if I wanted to get to where I wanted to go, they were gonna hold me back. And also I want friends who are gonna support me no matter what, even if I, like just turn into a crazy mad woman. I still want them to be like, you know, hyping me up in the background. And um, so for me, I made the decision to not engage. Then there are certain people in your life who you simply can't cut off. So family members, for example. So when my dad particularly had um, comments about a new direction I wanted to go, um, I just consciously chose not to engage in that conversation with him. Um, so we had a massive like kind of blowout one time at the beginning of my business and it was really upsetting but I knew it was coming from a place of love he just wanted to keep me safe and that was understandable um, but then afterwards I was like look we're just not going to talk about it anymore and then he um, a few weeks later asked me you know how's business going and um, I was like I'd rather we don't talk about it because you're not going to understand. And like I said, this was seven years ago. He gets it now. And like, he's seen the success I've created. So he's completely fine with it. But I think sometimes we have to pick our battles um, just because someone has something to say about what you've got to do. If they've never done it themselves, then they have like, it holds no weight at all. And we have to be in a constant reminder of that. Um, but uh, I working on yourself, and um, surrounding yourself with people who are on that same mission will keep your spirits high and, and keep that kind of mentality at the forefront of your mind. Absolutely. And um, we I don't know where I read it, but I, I mean, I've heard this phrase that we're the sum of the five people that we spend the most time with. And I think you, if you surround yourself by people who are going to pull you up and, you know, we're part of a community here in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club. If you're surrounded by people who are working towards a similar goal, have the same kind of aspirations or perhaps a step ahead of you, those are the people who are going to inspire you and help you to get ahead. Um, I come from a small seaside town and uh, Jo's probably going to tell us in a minute how she's an open book and I'm a bit cl more closed, but I come from a, a town where uh, lots of, a lot of the work is seasonal. I didn't really think I would, I never thought I would be an accountant or, you know, anything that I've done now. And, and sometimes people that I know from my like hometown don't get why they didn't get why I became an accountant and now they don't get why I um, run my own business. So um, it's, it is just a different mindset. And I think it, you're absolutely right. It's really important to spend time with uh, people who are, who understand you and get you and are going to help you to feel motivated to move forward. I'm not saying that any of those people have ever tried to hold me back. It's just, I have, can't really have a conversation which has been particularly supportive and constructive for me. It, it wouldn't be a place where I would go to get the support that I need. I would go and look in other groups to get that kind of mentoring. So um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. It's, it sounds like you've had quite a big challenge to make that shift, but you're so wise with it, like looking out for those people who are going to 
before EMAP. Yeah, and I think, and, and that it does make sense a lot about your upbringing because both my parents were self-employed. We lived in a pub, so they had to perform every night to to the punters as such. And they were business owners and they had a trophy business on the side. And, um, um, you know, my mum one at one point was um, top sales rep for Anne Summers when she had five young children. And so my my mum has always been my inspiration like that because so I've been brought up in it. So for me, it didn't feel that's and that's why I mostly am an open book and tell things because I do have the support of my family and that Paul's family my husband's family that they're, they're quite different and I think for them sometimes they're a bit they when I did my you know first few days of um, self-employment back in April 19 where I thought I've got to get out there and I started doing a few videos and I thought I'm going to be consistent and my mother-in-law and it comes from love she was like do you really think you should be doing this every day like maybe you want to like hold back a bit and that was just because she thought it was a bit too much because you know Whereas she will share things on social media, which I think, oh, I'd never share that. That's not my <laughs> thing. So it and so everyone, everybody's different. And it is either coming from love from a close family member, they're trying to protect you. But from somebody that, like you say, hasn't got the experience, don't love you. And that is just showing more about them than it is about you. You're highlighting to them something that is so far out of their comfort zone. And then it's like, they're going to attack you for it because they want to defend themselves and that their choices are right. But the and like you say, seven years ago in this world is a long, long time ago. Yeah. It, and video back then wasn't the norm. Um, and I know from lots of our bookkeepers that have stepped out and put themselves out there and done small videos have had nothing but um, support and love. So things have changed. So the fact you did that back then shows how brave you were you had to push through some really big scary things to do that but so much so that now you support so many people to do that and come up with a plan and um and your advice is amazing and you come up with the um the content strategy pack of cards so you can pick out a card every day and figure out what you're going to post and you know i sent those packs of cards to all my clients for christmas and they loved them um so okay so how so when you realized that you were going to do this anyway and maybe you didn't post videos straight away but what has it done for your business by becoming visible and by attracting the people that you know because we are we're all going to be a bit marmite aren't we some people aren't not everyone's going to, that's not our it's none of our business what people think about us as someone said to me before and I find it hard mm. but it is none of our business so you then start attracting a bit of a tribe, really, if people that follow you. And and I was definitely, because we was in the same network marketing business. We course, met yeah. we met in an airport um, coming back from yeah. a Greece. You know, we'd been taken to Greece. And so I was following you from then. And I knew you, you know, you were a leader, even though you're so much younger than me. Um, <laughs> and I was always so fascinated by what you were saying. Um, and... So how has that helped you grow a business by being consistent and being visible since then? Mm -hmm. It's every, It's been everything. So I have only ever grown a business online. So it's not like I had a bricks and mortar business and then I took it online. Like I 
started making money through my network marketing business because of my presence online. So my team was like when I was building that business, they were all from all over the country because they found me online. And then when I transitioned to being a business coach and mentor, people were finding me through the online network that I'd built. So for me, it's been everything. And I think that if you're, you know, if you have a business right now that hasn't been online up until this point, it's something that you really need to want to master because it is the future. And as much as it's gonna feel uncomfortable, as much as it's gonna feel out of your comfort zone, taking those baby steps towards that will be worth it in the long run. Um, and just going back to to what um, you both said about your upbringings, um, you know, it's, it's going to feel normal, natural for some people and unnatural for some people. But I'm, I'm from a very small county in West Wales originally. So very much like you, Zoe, everyone knows everybody. And um, they, those are the people who just didn't get what I was doing. But then when I moved myself into London, which is very cosmopolitan and very, you know, um, forward focused and um, excuse me, I've got a sore throat, by the way, and it's just like caught. I just thought I was going to cough. Um, I thought, right, OK, well, I'm just going to position myself around people who get it. Like, and that's a, as simple as it was for me. Um, like I said, it's not as simple for, for everybody, but um, I think it's being in that solution focused mindset. If something isn't going right or if it doesn't feel right, okay, what will make it feel right? And what will help me move this forward? If there are people who you feel are holding you back, how can you make it so that you can move forward? Or if there's something that you don't feel comfortable doing, like videos, for example, how can you ease yourself into that? Is it a case of doing some 90 second pre-recorded videos to start off with, then five minute videos when you feel a bit more comfortable behind a camera, then doing little lives in groups, for example, I know that you, um, encourage your members to do lives inside of your group because it's a safe space getting comfortable with that and then what's the next step so don't feel like you have to have this really professional image and this amazing unscripted video that is going to go viral just think right okay what's that next step like the best next step I can take and then just take that I love that and I think you know we we are online at the moment like everything's online so we kind of have to be here whether you're comfortable with it or not and you need to find a way that you can feel comfortable uh, and that might not be busy it might not be video and yes. you know, and if it's not then you need to find the thing that is but if you're not present online you're definitely not going to be present walking down the high street right now no. so um what can you do that's going to get your business noticed um, I'd love there are lots of people watching at the moment and I just to encourage you if you are watching and you've got a question about becoming more visible do feel free to post in the comments and we'll try and answer them as well um but Jojo what do you think people can do if you're not comfortable with video what can you do okay so this is a really good question because when I wasn't comfortable with with video I didn't sit and wait until I was I found a medium that I was comfortable with and that for me was written content so um, I got really good at sharing my story, written content and um, connecting with people in that way. And I would write as if like how I would think or how I would speak to a friend. And because I did it in that way, people would read it as if they already knew me. And I've got so many connections online who I've never met in real life, but they feel like they know me. When we do actually eventually meet, they like it doesn't feel like we're strangers because we've built that affinity through the content that I've put, put out there and even like in the last 12 months like last year I didn't really do that many videos I think I did like a like a small handful of Facebook lives throughout the whole year 
now I'm doing more lives and I'm creating more video type content um just because I've, I feel like I've got more energy this year because last year just kicked our kicked our butts um but but yeah they, like as long as you're creating something um that is that feels good but also stretches you a little bit so someone might think well I'm I, I'm scared of video I'm not good at writing then like what what about me but you have to just um be in that place where you're um available to learning and that you will do it until you get better because you're not going to be a master overnight um, and something I spoke about in a call this morning it are the three C's. So first of all, it's courage. You just have to have the courage to do it. Then it's confidence. And then it's having the confidence to actually do it. And then comes the third C, which is competence. You're not going to be competent until you you have the courage and you then you build the confidence. Um, and I think so often people want to be competent and amazing and perfect at something, which I don't even think we'd ever get to. But, you know, we're going to get good at something. But the first two C's need to come first. I love that. That's that's so interesting because I think that is, you know, we fear the fact we're not going to be perfect, but actually that's never going to happen never. in the first in the first time that we're going to do it. And something is funny because I started doing voice notes all the time because I find it so much easier. And I did a voice note in my family WhatsApp and I kind of forgot because I voice <laughs> note everyone. And my brother come back and went, what the hell was that? Like, why and then and then my mum messaged back how did you do that and I forgot like how far removed yeah and then that like, me and Zoe recently we've made a load of gifts which are just hilarious and we've loved doing it and we're just doing it for fun yeah. and I told my mum I was I was making gifts and she was like oh at last one of my children are becoming crafty and I was like no not gifts I'm making gifts. And she was like, I don't even know what language you're talking. Well, I put one in the family WhatsApp and my brother was like, well, that's disturbing. Um, <laughs> they just don't get it. Yeah, they just don't get it. But that's absolutely fine. And my sister, who's in my, my business partner, we now do voice notes all the time. But when she started doing voice notes and it, even a voice note is a stepping stone for you. OK, so this is what so and and I think it's it's not a stepping stone but it was for her because every time she did it she just giggled she just couldn't get her words out she thought it was so hilarious and now she does them all the time and yeah. thinks it's fine so maybe you know start doing I do voice notes with my best friend she always we call them VNs she VNs me uh, when she's cooking the dinner and I've now worked out how I can lock it so I don't have to stand there holding yeah. it because I did that for ages you know you learn so I look and I just chat and you know I might be putting washing away or something and I can just talk to her and it's it's so funny um i know i'll be making laura try and laura in the group been trying to get her to send me just send me one voice note a day they've stopped but she did try it for a while and i know it's 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 funny because it's again it's that visibility you're yeah. talking you don't have to listen to it back please don't listen to it back because that just is terrifying for me as well just send it just out there to your best friend and just say look i'm gonna try this someone the other day sent we talked about this about in linkedin as well you can do voice notes in linkedin and and i said send me a voice note in linkedin like just do it just say hi i'm trying it out absolutely like whatever it takes to take that first tiny baby step if it's terrifying, but it, you know, nothing bad's going to happen. It's absolutely yeah. fine. So um, I just love the, the fact at the moment we have so many tools 
that we can use to try. Maybe for you, it might be posting, you know, posting an image or, um, you know, even posting a photo can be hard for people and not even of themselves, maybe a, a, of a quote or something people can be scared with. But just take those, just try and do something and try and push yourself every day to try and become more and more visible and not to hide behind a logo because Georgia, mm -hmm. talk about personal brand and why it's so important that you know you need to be you yeah um and it's funny because I, I spoke about this this morning as well on a call um so I think that there's like there's the personal brand and then there's the the standalone brand that you can build um and I think they're both just as important um but I think that if someone is building a standalone brand so let's just say they're building a bookkeeper business there and they feel like they ha have to um, grow a personal brand as well as the the company brand, then that's going to feel quite overwhelming. So instead of um, calling it a personal brand, call it a personal presence. So you can have that personal presence behind the company brand because people they want to see the person behind the company and they want to hear the the you know your values. They want to hear your voice within their brand as well. So don't put so much pressure to feel like you have to be this personal brand and this influencer and this person, you know, that everyone has to look up to. Just have that personal presence. And that's what will attract people to you as a bookkeeper or, you know, whatever business over the next bookkeeper. Because there are so many business coaches and mentors out there, for example. So many people do what I do, but only I do it like I do it. And the content that I put out there is unique and original to me, which is why I know that I'm important in my industry because someone will resonate with me. And every single person who's listening to this right now is just as important, even if hundreds and hundreds of other people do exactly what they do. So making sure that they have that confidence to just show a bit of their personality in what they do, because we're all unique and we're all special in our own ways as well. There's a really good comment here from um, Claire. Who she said, I think that's the bookkeeper's problem. So we're all competent and not enough courage and, and confidence. We, so we're all really good at what we do, but we don't believe in ourselves enough. And we, we just don't, we don't have the, comf the confidence. We don't have the courage to put ourselves out there, but actually we are really good at what we do. And we were talking to Carl Reader yesterday and Carl was saying, we all have something unique about us. So it might be like, it might be a hobby we have, or it might be the industry that we know an awful lot about, or it might just be like that we wear hoodies all the time, or, you know, there's, there's something different about all of our styles or the way we work or something about it. And it's having a, a really simple way to start building your confidence is to have the courage to own that mm. aspect of yourself and tell people about that and start to show that in what you're doing um that it, it's making us I think making a start is just so hard it's really easy for us to say just have confidence yeah, just um, do it <laughs> but it, it it's not that easy is it when and I think a lot of people in our audience a lot of the bookkeepers in our group are introverts naturally introverted because this is a sort of introverts profession probably yeah no I, I agree and um what would be a really good thing for everybody to do if they resonate with um what was just said is to write a really small list it might not even be a list it might even just be one thing that they know that would take courage for them to do and then make it their goal over the next seven days to do it so it could be record a video or it could be to create a piece of content or it could be to send a voice note or just do something and just 
like ha have it as like a task to do and they're going to put it off they're going to put it to the bottom of the list they're going to just resist it with every fiber of their being but the more that they do it uh the more they're going to feel comfortable with it the more they'll feel confident doing it because um but joe when you were speaking about the um the voice notes i remember being nervous about doing a voice note on whatsapp um and i think it's the vulnerability piece because when you're like on the spot and you're like oh my god like my fingers that I, I could mess up at any moment and then you're in your head and then like and then you delete the voice note and then you start again like now i would happily do a voice note after two three minutes and I'll, I'll say to my friend or whoever i'm sending it to right none of that probably made sense but whatever like take take the take what you what you want from it but before i would have been like oh my god that was just a complete pile of rubbish like they that it didn't make sense and then i judge myself but really we just have to say do you know what if you don't understand why i just said that's your problem <laughs> but even if it was just a, a, like a pile of nonsense um yeah so it's just like that one thing and then just having the courage to just do it then do it again then do it again then then they'll feel confident doing it yeah and and someone said here that they've got a client that sends me in i literally when i said oh, in between you know in our break i even forgot that all of my all of my contacts that i just had with three clients in that 20 minute break that we had was all VNs because that's just the norm. And because I send it to them, and what's funny is with my clients, I'll send it to them and they'll come back and go, what was that? Like, they don't know what it is. But now, and I haven't even thought about the fact that voice notes has become part of my system in my business to make things quicker. Mm, so, yeah. you know, um, big, rather than email. Mm. I mean, that is another thing that's just happened with, um, because as well, I was saying that lots of my clients are my Facebook friends so I might send them a message on Facebook and then then we become WhatsApp friends and I just find it so much easier just to send yeah. voice notes and they get to understand because as well you know we know what it's like when you read something and you think oh yeah that's a bit funny <laughs> that sounds a bit funny so sending a voice note gets across the emotion and I, I feel like I can explain myself better also I just hate writing I'm just like oh I can't stand it yeah. so it's it, I find it so much easier so someone said that their their client sent them a voice note and she's too nervous to reply but that's the perfect kind of person to start off with is someone that's sent you one because I've always kind of done the however someone um approaches me are responding the same format yeah um but now I'm getting my clients in and I hadn't even thought of it they all voice note me and I think it's brilliant uh, Laura says can she just speak in gifts forever actually Laura <laughs> Laura does speak a lot in gifts she gives a lot of her emotion over in gifts especially friends gifts but that but that you think that that's just normal because you do it all the time yeah. but actually some people might find that that's oh god I, I couldn't send a gif or what is a gif like my mum she has no idea what it is one of my friends always knows the cool gifts to send and we'll we've got like a, a group chat with our friends and uh she will always come back with just like the best and I'm like how did you pick that from the billion how did you know that was the perfect and uh, and I said I kind of have gif envy and I think it is it's like understanding your style like what is expected from you and and Donna's asked this question about personal brands. So she said, uh, and I think this is part of your personal brand, you know, are you the kind of person who sends gifts? Mm. Are you the kind of person who sends voice notes? Actually, would you do you send email? Do you do video? Is this part of the way you want to be representing yourself to your clients? Is it the way your clients would expect you to interact with them in their particular industry and the, their styles? So this is something we need to think about when we decide what is and isn't yeah. part of our personal brand. Um, Donna's question is, 
how do, so personal brand how do we do this on social media is it sharing posts between business and personal pages or would you just use business pages but post personal brand things on that I think Donna and I'm really interested in what you both think as well um I think your business has a brand it has a style it has a tone of voice there are lots of rules around it like whether your brand swears whether it's bold and bolshy or minimalist and sleek and stylish you know there are lots of things about the look and feel of your business's brand but you are the owner of your business so you yourself have a a picture there is a picture of you you are a person and you are the owner of that business which then delivers services in that particular style and you do things in your own social media talking about your business rather than the business uh pretending to be a person mm-hmm. and speaking for you that that's how I see it so you 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 need both to be happening don't you but perhaps you talk more about the personal stuff that's going on um and what's happening behind the scenes in the business whereas the business is talking more as a um talking more about maybe that like a good way to start might be that the business talks about the technical stuff or like the new rules that have been announced or you know something in the budget if if that helps you to see where the divide is between what you and your your personal brand and your business brand do what do you think Jojo? So I see so I'm I'm envision- I think you're speaking about um don't get my words together you're speaking about like a business page and a personal page um so I I see the business page as like a shop and a shop window so um if you owned a shop you know like let's say there was a bookkeeper shop um on the top of the shop like above the the door would be the name of the bookkeeper company and then through the window someone would look in and they'd see you waving because you're there to serve them so the main feature and the you know the way that you're going to draw people in is by them seeing right here that's a bookkeeper I need to go in and I need to speak to whoever's behind the counter and then you're behind the counter and then you're like hi you're really welcoming and then you know they're like oh I really like this bookkeeper because this bookkeeper shop because um, I like that person that's just saved me and I'm going to go there over, over and over again. So it's having the company message and the company values and um, you know what it is that the company does, but then having that personal presence behind it because that's what people want to see. And then when it comes to the personal page, I like to see the personal page as more of like a, um, you sharing your lifestyle or just your the behind the scenes. So it doesn't have to be so professional. You don't have to share so much of like the things that you explain, like, you know, like budget and stuff like that. But you can talk about it in a way of like, right, today I've had a really good day. I I don't know, we had a lovely morning with the kids, then I did this, and but also you can touch on a bit of your profession and then direct people over to the shop. Like if you're interested, go, you know, go and check me out in my shop over on the business page. So um, I think that having the personal page is just a place where you're just like making friends. And then those friends, are going to see a need like oh yeah so um zoe she you know, she does that i'm going to make sure that i go and go to here and then you become that go-to person just by being who you are so there's no pressure on that page yeah i agree i agree and i think as well sometimes sometimes though if there's something that i want my clients to know about me on a real personal level i'll share it on both um i don't i'm um i have very much me my brand my business everything is all very intertwined for me 
And I don't, and even on LinkedIn, I, I, I just share whatever it is, I will literally share across all platforms. So, um, but that's, but that's me. And that's everybody, everybody is very different. And, um, and you've got to find that what really works for you. But I love the analogy of the shop window. Um, people can see, and yet we are a services based business. So we've not got products up at the front it's us we are the product so we they do need to see see what we're about and whether you know that people deal with people people buy people and um so yeah we need to we need to show more of ourselves more of our personality and like we said yesterday with Carl you know being us is our superpower you don't have to think oh wow my you know I'm I'm great at like you know horse riding horses or something that's my thing or you know I played the flute or whatever it is you do you don't have to have that thing sorry I had to say that me and Laura found out that we both played the flute which was quite funny <laughs> the other day Zoe has bongos as well that she's been uh, playing the bongos whenever someone's won something for us in the boot camp so you know maybe maybe we should have a bookkeeping orchestra going on um <laughs> But um, it doesn't have to be that. It can just be your personality. And mm-hmm. I think we are, when we were um, in the past, business was so serious. Business was so professional. You would turn up, you would put your nine to five face on, you would wear the suit, you would pretend that you didn't have a family outside of work and work was your focus. Whereas now, oh, Donna plays the flute too. Oh, flute choir. Um, <laughs> and um, we, um, so yeah, that's, that's, get rid of that like especially now I think this is one great thing that COVID with all the sadness one thing that it's bought us is that um oh my goodness there's so many flute players I'm so oh, excited really? yeah. oh my god oh my goodness <laughs> I need um, to see this video of you all like, on the Zoom playing your flutes <laughs> definitely definitely um so yeah it's it's made because we're all sitting at home you know like zoom for us so my mum said to me the other day she went I've done it I've had a zoom with somebody that I didn't know before and like a stranger and she said and that was like a big deal and I thought oh my goodness I do that like every every day over and over again we were on zoom like five six years ago and when covid hit it was like oh now that like yeah. the system's crashing because everyone else is coming on it yeah exactly I've been I've been very used to it but no one else has but now we've got some we've got some choices we can decide whether we want to continue our business like this now I set my business up virtually and I was already all my clients already knew what zoom was because that's how I did things anyway but other businesses out there the really professional ones might think actually quite like working from home a few days a week and I think we've seen and I don't know if I've been on the phone to HMRC and I can hear dogs in the background or children in the background they're all working from home all of these places that was completely professional and you know they were just there to work everyone's become more human Mm. um and I think that that aspect is a good thing I think and everyone is enjoying that that side of things Mm -hmm. so um I think we can need to embrace that more and realize that being ourselves is a positive thing, not a negative thing. It's, yeah, it's okay to be ourselves. Like we're not robots. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, I'm really conscious of time, Jojo. I wonder whether before we wrap up, um, you'd be able to share your top tips for people who are going want to start showing up online and sharing their story. Where where can you st- start? What's the best thing for people to do next? Yeah. Okay, so it's going back to what we said. We're 
um, is finding out what feels good for them. So like, what is that next step for them? Because a video might seem so far removed from where they are right now. So if it is like just that one written post, then just do that. But it's then being consistent with it because you're only gonna get confident and competent at the content piece and like, you know, showing up online if you're consistent. So, you know, thinking about how competent everybody is at their craft and, you know, being bookkeepers, that didn't happen overnight. And it's exactly the same as, you know, being online and showing up online. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's finding out what their next step is, being consistent with it, getting good at it, and then not stopping there, always thinking about, okay, what's next? Like I'm, I'm um, okay with this level now, what's the next level? So that'd be the first thing. And the, the second thing would be to, um, and this is gonna be easier said than done, but just blocking out all of the people who are judging you. Um, and also remembering that they might not even be judging you. Sometimes we're scared that we're gonna get judged when really the people who are looking at the content or seeing you show up online, they're more concerned about what people are thinking about them. So, you know, we're all got the fear of being judged. And I think, you know, that's just a, a normal human thing. And if anyone does say anything, that's just a projection. Um, so regardless of what any, anyone's got to say, you've got to do you and you've got to remember that if you don't do it, then you're not going to get the results that you desire. So a question that I ask myself a lot is like, what's the alternative? If I don't show up online, if I don't share this, the alternative is my audience doesn't grow. I don't get good value. You know, people aren't being helped. I don't get clients. If I don't get clients, I don't make money. If I'm not making money, then my business isn't going to grow and like so on, so on, so on. Um, so it's important for me to have to master it and have to put myself out there because that's the only way that I'm going to grow in the online world. Um, so that would be the second thing. And then the third thing is um, to maybe get some accountability. So, you know, the group that they're all in with you ladies is great. So use the spaces and the people that have your back for accountability. Um, and if you've got those fears then they can hold your hand and then they, you know, you'll have that courage to take that first step as well. Absolutely. And come and pay, like, come and post something in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club. If you're, if you're not ready to put yourself out there yet on any other platform, use our space. We see people yeah. post videos and everyone's so supportive. It's a really good place to start, isn't it? It is. And even if, even if they think about this last week, we asked you to get engaged and you weren't as engaged this time last week. And the fact you're posting regularly when we're live and you're having chats amongst yourselves, you've already grown in confidence, even if you don't realize it, but that was a baby step. Maybe last week, if you just said, you know, oh, you're gonna like, you know, you're gonna have 10 comments on the next live video that Joe and Zoe do, you're gonna be like, no, I'm not, but you've all managed to do it. So it, it it's just about, you know, I love that, Jojo, about thinking about, okay, so that's fine. Don't do it. But what's what's going to happen if you don't do it? Mm. Like you have to kind of give yourself a bit of a kick up the bottom yeah. sometimes and say, you know, come on. So that's fine. Don't do it. But at the moment, you can't physically go and pe see people physically for networking and you can't have an office on the high street. So how are you going to build yeah, this business? Yeah. And I, and I still have yeah. those conversations with myself. Like sometimes I can't be bothered to do a live or recorded video. And I sit, I sit there and I say, right, okay, if I don't do this, what is the alternative? And it's like with anything that you procrastinate over, if I don't do that, what is the alternative? And if the alternative um, and the result that the alternative will give um, 
is more painful than where you are right now, then you just have to just do it. Five, four, three, two, one, just do it. <laughs> I, that is absolutely brilliant advice. Thank you so much for taking the time to come and speak to us today. I really oh, appreciate it. No, absolutely our pleasure. Um, Jojo, do you want to let people know how they can connect with you and find out more about what you do? Yes, no, definitely. The best, the place where I'm hanging out most at the moment because I'm finding it really fun. And this is this is where I stepped out of my comfort zone is um, on Instagram. So I'm on Instagram at I am Jojo Graham. Um, it's a brand new Instagram, so um, it's like lots of new content over there. But I'm doing reels and things over there because this is the new function with Instagram. So I'm having loads of fun over there. So that's where I'm kind of spending most most of my time. So go over there and then there's some like free things in the link in my bio and, and stuff that people can get kind of stuck into but yeah just connect with me and if there's any way that I can help or support you ladies in the future you can just let me know oh thank you oh thank you so much Jojo again thoroughly amazing session we're getting loads and loads of thank yous everyone's loved today's session so thank you and everyone we will see you again oh Zoe you've got a session at two o'clock be back at two o'clock i'm talking to laura weston about building your confidence around your personal finances so have a quick break everyone and i'll be back in a few minutes thanks everybody see you later bye don't forget to join us every week on the bookkeepers podcast with topical bookkeeping chat why not join our free facebook group the six figure bookkeepers club or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com